0: Just go to Indeed.com slash Blue Wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's indeed.com slash Blue Wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: Welcome into another edition of the Mason Brooks Show, presented by the Rogue. I'm Neil McCrady. That obviously is Mason Brooks, Ole Miss's offensive lineman, played uh Quite a bit in the Rebels' 35 to 27 win over Tulsa on Saturday. Of course, uh, Ole Miss now up to number 14 in the Associated Press Top 25. They entertain number seven Kentucky Saturday morning at 11 a.m. The game is on ESPN. Be a lot of talk about the uh, Kentucky Ole Miss game throughout the week, both here at MPW Digital and damn near anywhere where you listen to anything about sports. Uh, one of the big national games, obviously, one of a handful. Let's see, there's one, two, three, four, five games this week nationally that feature uh, two ranked teams, and Kentucky and Ole Miss is one of those five games. So we'll be talking a whole lot about it over the course of the week. Before we get to Mason and the show, I want to remind you, the show brought to you each and every week by The Rogue, 4450, I-55 North and Jackson, or the com. either way. You can go in person, you can go online. They've got um uh items that were handpicked uh by uh rogue employees, rogue people, uh Peter Millar, Martin Dingman, Jack Victor, Halsey, True Grit, more whatever you're looking for is for work, for lifestyle, for nightlife. They've got it at the rogue, forty-four fifty, I fifty five North in Jackson. Mason, how are you?
2: I'm good. How are you?
1: Man, I'm good. Uh I'm as good as as one can be. Turn the page to a uh, to a Sunday. My uh, my Bengals are winning big, so I'm not having to worry about that at this point. I got Panthers beating the the Saints. So that's a game that I had picked, so I'm 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 feeling all right right now.
2: I see, Chanel scoring or getting a big first there. What's a, Oh yeah, Panthers okay, are up. Yeah,
1: nineteen seven at this very moment, which is going to be weird when people are listening to this on a Tuesday. Like, what the hell are they talking about? We're just <laughs> watching, we're watching the NFL on a Sunday afternoon. All right, so uh, you guys, uh, y- you held off Tulsa yesterday. I know you came in and played a lot of, uh, of right guard. I thought it was interesting. Is was last week or the week before. I was thinking about this when I saw you uh, in the game and clearly playing a lot uh, against uh, Tulsa. You were like, hey, you know, my challenge this year is not what I thought it was going to be, but it's it's going to be, I've got to be ready because I'm going to go in and I don't necessarily know where I'll go in, whether it's left tackle or right tackle or right guard or... um." whatever and yesterday uh Caleb Oren had to come out Eli Acker moved over from right guard to center and in you went uh kind of like a puzzle piece is that kind of become your your mindset too over the course of a week a, a day just hey I'm I've, I've got to be ready for whatever when I'm called upon
2: yeah well you know we started this week off and uh Coach Thornton kind of came in and he said you know uh you know based on the defensive structure I want you playing left tackle this week and Um, you know, that's kind of where we see you, you know, throughout the week, uh, you know, just versus Tulsa and, uh, Tuesday, we had some different complications. I ended up playing right guard the whole day. Um, you know, after Monday being a left tackle and then Wednesday, I went back to left tackle, um, spent the whole day at left tackle Wednesday. And then, um, Thursday was back at right guard and Friday I was at left tackle and then in the game he comes over and he's, you know, Hey, you know, get ready to go right guard. And uh, no, we take, we get a test every week, um, you know, before the game, just kind of different stuff. And um, you-, you take it at your position. So I took it twice this week. I took it at left tackle and right guard. And I kind of thought, you know, maybe I'm doing extra work and work did I need to do and I'm so glad that I did that um, just because it was just a little small thing, but it still reminded me, Hey, like you got to be locked in to play both. And uh, you know, obviously I mean, you watch the game and in the second half, really there was a lot left to be desired. Um, so kind of a mixed bag for me, you know, excited to help, you know, because that's what I came here to do and 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 you know, excited to try to come in and, and um you know prevent prevent a drop off, but at the same time, um you know, not really the outcome we were you know. Oh hello, Nala. <laughs> How are you? Thank you.
1: (laughs) She just wanted to be Uh, on the show.
2: She just wants to be loved. Yeah. Not really the the outcome we were looking for in the second half, obviously. And and I think it was, uh, you know, it was really potent in the locker room. Like, that's one thing. I I mean, we talked about it a little bit, but that's one thing I really like about this team. Like, it was the same feeling kind of after Troy. We're just like, no one was celebrating because there there wasn't really a whole lot to celebrate. And I like that about this team, like, guys want to be like we want to be excellent we talk about being excellent all the time and like you go out there and you don't execute like an excellent team does and like guys aren't happy like no one's yeah
1: like,
2: happy with that. And so um I, I just think a lot of the guys just you know big game this week obviously but i think a lot of the guys just want to get to work you know again and and, and get rolling so
1: I want to spend a whole lot of time on it because I do want to be kind of forward thinking as people listen to this end of the week, but what do you think did kind of happen in the second half? It it wasn't like you guys weren't moving the football, it just you couldn't finish things that we get a penalty, a turnover. It was it was little stuff that kind of piled up a little bit. What what I, do you you that to?
2: I think you hit it on the head there. I think it it was a little stuff and then not executing and uh you know, I was you know, the, we winning that game last week. You know, I don't think we went full rat poison because we, you know, we did have we worked hard this week, and you know, I don't, but I I do think that there was, especially at the first half, a little bit of like, oh, this is going to be like last week, and we're just going to roll these guys or whatever. I mean, I'm not saying necessarily that was the vibe for the whole team, but, um, you know, obviously when you're making little mistakes like that, it shows that you're not fully locked in. You know, I can't really speak, um, as far as like the defense because I know that. Uh, You know, the backup quarterback coming in and being a running quarterback created a different element um, and just different stuff. But I will tell you that from an offensive standpoint, I was disappointed with the play efficiency in the second half and just leaving a lot of stuff to be desired out there. So – and I think that was obvious. I mean, as just a general fan, I think you could really see that we weren't – we were were pushing the ball, but we just weren't executing and we weren't finishing. And and that's, you know, not really what we wanted to be – in no, an ideal no
1: world, I'm sorry. In an ideal world, obviously everybody's fully locked in all the time. You're, you're yes. totally focused on all that stuff. But that's not a that's not a realistic world. How difficult is it? Um, not I'm not asking you to make an excuse, but how difficult is it to go in on a hot day when you're up 35-17 and come back out in the second half and play with the same intensity? Obviously, that's what you want to do. That's the goal. And some days you can do it, but some days. You see it happen all over the country. You see teams not be able to kind of keep going. How difficult is that just to be locked in?
2: Uh, you know, it is difficult, obviously, because you, like you said, you see teams do it all the time where they, um, you know, just don't uh, execute and don't finish games and then they lose. I mean, you know, we've seen, seen ranked teams do it every week. I mean, uh, in Middle Tennessee came to Miami and, and, and beat them this week, and you could just tell that, you know, they came to play. And I'm not saying that we didn't come to play or XYZ. i Z. I'm just saying um, it's, you know, it's easy to be good. It's easy to rest on your talent. It's hard to be great. It's hard to execute at the highest level. And that's what makes good teams great. And so, like, taking away going forward, you know, obviously not the game we wanted. But am I glad that there's stuff we can learn from this? Absolutely. Like, like I take it as, like, okay, like – frustrating obviously there's X, there's so much we can talk about from x's and i to the point in the game but like good like wake up like <laughs> we're playing football every week and we're playing a new opponent this week and like we need to be on our p's and q's because we're playing a really good football team and we played a good football team this past week um you know and so i think that um it'll just be good for the guys to kind of honing in on, on the small stuff and the little stuff and remember that, you know, any team's liable to beat you at any point, and that's just kind of how this game works.
1: Uh, so. Let's turn the page a little bit to, uh, to Kentucky. The uh, Wildcats coming in, they're 4-0 just like you guys are. Here's a little stat that I, I, I worked on over the, over the weekend. It's not particularly fascinating or anything, but um, Ole Miss has now won 15 of its last 18 games, uh, dating back to the 2020 Outback Bowl. Uh, Kentucky dating back to the 2020, which bowl was it? Citrus or Gator, maybe Gator, whichever one, one of those bowls Mm -hmm. they won it too. And uh, they're 15 and three in their last 18 games. So it's two programs that are really ascending uh, right now. And obviously it reflects in the polls and you guys are playing on national television. SEC nation will be here Saturday morning, all that stuff. Is there a different vibe already in the building? Uh, around the program that you know, hey, SEC plays here, and not only that, but it's a it's a, a big time opponent, and, and you're going to have your hands full, and it's different different level of expectation among fans and that kind of thing. There's going to be a buzz in town that probably didn't exist for Tulsa.
2: Yeah, it, it's that's a mixed bag for me because I haven't been here for SEC play yet, so I don't really know um, exactly what the week's going to look like. Um, you know, and I like to think that we handled. Everyone the same for the most part, just because that's how Lane structures the program, and that's kind of his goal um, is to treat every opponent the exact same. But uh, in terms of like from a vocal aspect, yes, I mean, uh, you know, even just Coach Savage, this the little stuff we've done this morning. Uh, it's very much go time. You know, you can feel it by the guys. A lot of locked in dudes this morning in the lift, and I think that's a mix of the past game and then just getting ready for this game, but. Yeah, I mean, you know, this the stakes are obviously higher on paper, but, um, you know, Kiffin said last week something like, the best thing about 3-0 and o is a chance to go 4-0, and o, and the best chance of going 4-0 is going 5-0, and, and I think you, know, you look ahead, look ahead, look ahead, or whatever, we're trying to look ahead. And-
0: we're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed.
3: That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.
2: That way, when you're here, you can be in the moment and, you know, we're here in the Kentucky game. And I think that uh, from, from what I've seen, a lot of the guys are in the moment. And so, um, you know, going forward, we need to have a great Monday, Um, you know, from a prep standpoint, from, you know, looking through the game and then, you know, I think we need to come out Tuesday and, you know, that's, that's your grind day for people that don't know kind of how practice weeks are structured. um, You know, your Monday, uh, you know, walkthroughs, you kind of watch the game, you start to kind of game plan. And Tuesday and Wednesday, I really like if the week is a cheeseburger, Right, like you know, Monday and Sunday are your buns, and then you know you got you start to get your meat. You know, I I think that the game is the cheese because you know that's the that's the best part of cheeseburger. But the meat of your week is this is a weird way to describe a week. You know, I was going there. See, Nala's hungry now. He was you talking about
1: cheeseburgers, and she's cheese.
2: yeah. I- um, but you know, Tuesday and Wednesday are your, Tuesday and Wednesday are the meat of your week. So that's when you're really going to have. uh you know, your big days and and Tuesdays and Wednesdays, how you play that in those days, I think is how you're going to play in the game. Um, And so we need to come out in full pads on Tuesday um, and execute at a high level um, and, and, you know, start to do the little things right then so that then Wednesday you can turn, you know, fix the things you mistake, you make mistakes on that day. And then Thursday, clean up Friday, you know, when it gets more walkthroughs all mental. And then that way, when you get to the game, there is no, shock or confusion it's just game time so
1: what do you put on your cheeseburger
2: what do i put on my cheese? great question yeah, yeah uh by the way uh in terms of cheeseburgers that are amazing um in case you're wondering i don't know if you were or not but you know whataburger of course is the classic for texas but um there's my favorite here is oxford bird company by the way i know that's like a hot take or whatever but it's because they're bun <laughs> there's this place back in texas called alamo springs cafe it's in the middle of like nowhere and we go there on our way to hunt, and they use, like, Hawaiian, Hawaiian roll bread, you know what I'm yeah. talking about?
1: Yeah, like the sweet just, bread, kind of?
2: It's just the way they do it is so good. But I like a bacon cheeseburger. I like onion rings on my burger. I know it's kind of weird. But if they're good, if they're homemade onion rings, uh, you know, ketchup and mustard, but – just a bacon cheeseburger with some onion rings on it. It's hard to beat. They usually call it the Western burger here. They call it like the Texas burger. Or yeah. whatever. And it, the stereotype is true. That is an amazing burger. So that, that's my favorite. For
1: sure. Texas people will fight you about Whataburger. I mean, they, oh, they, they, they will, that's, those are fighting words with people.
2: No, 100%. And anytime people talk down on Whataburger here, I have to you know, remind them that it is the best. Look, the most diversity, this is what people, you know, Either argue in and out because everyone wants to argue in and out. Jackson Dart will argue in and out with me uh, till like the cows come home, pun intended. Um, but uh, you know, Whataburger has breakfast and honey, barbecue, chicken, strip sandwiches. Are you okay? <laughs> and she needs uh, a sled to pull. Yeah, dude, she, <laughs> she does need a sled to pull. She needs to go to Alaska with terms yeah. relatives and uh. Get out of here, but uh, no. Um you know, uh they have french fries, honey cheese soup sandwich, breakfast, specialty burgers, shakes. I just think it's I think it's the best, man. It's undefeated. Yeah. Anyone here
1: and, and and anyone who's ever been out to California, especially who has lived there for any period of time, they'll fight you on In N Out. And I mean, not to just placate you here, but I agree with you. I think Waterburger's better than In N Out. I've had both. Yeah. Thank you. In and out's fine. It. It's it's fine. It's good. I, I just I just prefer Water Burger, with the jalap- the jalapeno burger. That's the oh little.
2: oh yeah, that's
1: a good one. I that's that. that's uh, my that's I my, my the- that's my deal. Um, all right, let me ask you this because the fans are pretty worked up about eleven a.m. games. They'd ra- they'd rather the game be at night or and certainly in the afternoon. Get a chance to get yeah. in the Grove and you know liquor up and stuff. And I get that too. But from a player standpoint, is eleven a.m. kind of awesome? Or is it not? Because I've heard players say, man, the earlier the better. I hate sitting around that hotel all day. Get me, let me get up and go play.
2: I think it, for me it's a mixed bag. If I'm going to play a night game, I want to play a true night game. I want to play at 7. Because, you know, you play a night game, like you're not going to – you're like your day is over regardless. So, like, rather than playing at 5 or 6, I'd like to just go ahead and play at 7 and uh, have that be my Saturday night. But if I'm going to play during the day, like – three o'clock games are frustrating because it, it kind of, you don't have a full chance to like relax in the hotel because you're kind of moving and shaking the whole morning. Um, whereas like six o'clock games, you have a full like window to like take a nap and, you know, do some homework and still have kind of a day. But with 11 o'clock games, it gives us an opportunity to kind of like get out, um, you know, after the game, to get out of the facility, you know, yeah. and, yeah, sure. you know, eat a meal with my family and, and, and like have some semblance of a normal Saturday. So, um, yeah, I, I like it just cause you go ahead and, you know, get up, you know, eat breakfast and and let's, let's roll as opposed to, you know, waiting around. So.
1: Yeah. Cause on the three o'clock game, by the time you get back home or whatever, it's what eight thirty nine o'clock. I mean, yeah. realistically, and you're tired and you're sore. And,
2: and at that point, it's just kind of your, your day's kind of over. You take whatever food they give you and, I know I'm talking about food the whole time, but it is a big deal. So um, <laughs> you kind of just take whatever food they gave you and end up just watching watching the night games and going to bed. So
1: Did you get to watch many of the games Saturday. Did you get, I, I know uh, your guys at Western Kentucky had a big win. Were they seventy yeah. something <laughs> points?
2: It's zero man, freaking, I call my roommate from my last school every week, and we just catch up on the weekends after the games. And um, they played Hawaii this year too. And he just said it's just that. FYU was just a mess. And that game was just – they had their fours in. said It was just a wild game. Something crazy. I saw Stephen F. Austin. I don't know if you saw this. They scored like 98 points or something I, ridiculous. I
1: saw that they got into the 90s against somebody. I mean, <laughs> like, like you got to figure at some point the message is getting sent, hey, we probably don't need to
2: keep this up. Game. What's that? You cut out. I said uh, we watched a little bit of the USC game. Jackson came over. Dart uh, came over, and we and watched all wow. of those West Coast games because he's a West Coast cat, and just kind of got filled in with those. So. Yeah,
1: I had, um, I, I, I had Oregon State plus five and a half, and I was going to do that in another competition I'm in, and I got talked out of it. And when I saw the final score this morning when I got up, I was like, son of a
0: – <laughs> just stuck to
1: my guns, you know. I mean, I, I let people talk me out of it. I had that one. Uh, I watched. Uh, I watched the second half when I got home from work. I watched the second half of Texas A and M and Arkansas, which was oh, a,
4: yeah a crazy,
1: crazy game.
2: Crazy, the bounce kick, man, it's brutal.
1: Yeah, I mean the ball. It just shows you. Like, people talk about it being a game of inches. That's like literally a game of an inch. Nuts. You know the other thing that I've noticed, and I, I you see this like I know, um, I know. Both teams in your game Saturday struggled with it. Some um Tulsa Center really struggled with the snap. But like one of the big plays in the Arkansas game that, that no one's talking about really because the kick and the fumble and all that stuff is no one's talking about the the snap on second and five at the I think they're at the twenty, maybe the fifteen, I can't remember. They're somewhere in there. And, you know, they were driving with a chance to score a touchdown there, which I'm sure is what they're I'm sure they weren't thinking field goal necessarily and the bad snap was a nine-yard loss on second down. So instead of third and two or third and three, where you have a lot of things at your disposal, it's third and thirteen or third and fourteen, and they just got one yard and then set up the kick. And you saw the rest. But snaps are like such a big deal. Is that Dude. Can 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 you snap at all? Is that something you you have to work on a little? Are you an emergency snapper?
2: I I'm probably like super mega emergency <laughs> snapper. I can almost probably long snap better than I can dead snap but no snaps are like snaps are huge i mean this is drive killer i mean you can't you can't have it you know it's 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 arguably one of the worst things um you know in terms of like it's essentially like getting a penalty um you know you got guys scrambling around and 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 whatnot so it's really important for the center to be on on their game like you said you know that can really kill a drive so
1: yeah i thought that I thought that impacted that game. Um, And they showed the, you know, they showed the center for Arkansas on the bench after it was over. I mean, he was just in tears. And I'm sure he was thinking about that play, that one snap from, you know, he probably played 80 snaps. And that was the one snap that was in his head at that moment.
2: It it was the center from Arkansas, wasn't it? I think his name Stromberg. Um, Yeah. That's who I'm thinking of. He's a great guy, too. I I met him at at Mastermind. So uh, that's, that. you know, there's a lot of, like, unspoken stuff that goes on about the O-line and, and, you know, people don't really see as much, but we, I mean, we take a lot of, uh, you know, unspoken responsibility, but a lot of responsibility in the game falls on us, and that's something we're okay with, but um, it is hard, you know, it is hard when, when you know, you guys are counting on you and, and something like that happens, so I hate to see that happen.
1: I know we're jumping around a little. You talked about Central Arkansas, <laughs> talked a lot. Did, did Tulsa, was Tulsa a trash talk team? Yeah, I
2: haven't watched it, but they talked a ton for one. Um, you know, which, you know when you're not playing great, it's not a whole lot to say back, but, uh, no, I, I pancaked one of the, their middle linebackers just talking, 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 talking. It was just, I was bugs. I was like, I'm going to try to get a hold of him here and throw him down. So I threw him down and, uh, he got up and like headbutted me and, uh, called me some really obscene things and I, <laughs> Man, me and the referees, me and the SEC referees, I guess we just don't get along. And I turned to the referee because he was right there. And I was like, excuse me, sir, are you letting him just hurl obscenities at me? And he was like, I was like, dude, what is it? What is y'all's deal with the whole, you know, I didn't see it. You know, last week, at Georgia Tech I got my helmet ripped off. I mean, like, I don't know what's going on, but they, I don't know if they're listening to the show or what. But they." they, 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 they
1: it, you, you don't seem like the type that would would be on the uh, on the officials like hit list or something. I mean, you're you're pretty you're a pretty nice guy, laid back guy, Texas, Texas guy.
2: Freaking uh, this week it was Jeremy James. I mean, I don't know if you ever if you ever see You probably haven't seen an interview with Jeremy James because he hates the camera and he doesn't like talking. But uh, Jeremy was just throwing people around this week. He was on one, and the referee said something to him about it, and Jeremy's like, I don't know. I don't know what you want me to do. Like, I'm not gonna not be physical. So uh, they just, I guess, they just want us all to just kumbaya, unless it's yet the team, and then they can say what they want. A
1: kinder, so. peace, or more peaceful uh, football. Um, all right, last couple of things. You you mentioned that uh, might have some new wardrobe now that the SEC is rolling around some new uh, new hats. What's what's going yeah. on? With
2: them? Yeah, I got some different stuff working with uh, some shops on the square, and and uh, my dad went home this weekend for a wedding, so he was able to kind of digging the winter closet for me. So we got some, uh, some felts coming out and some different jackets and, uh, you know, some jewelry and whatnot. So I think we're going to, uh, you know, break out some different stuff for me. It's cool for me because, um, you know, I'm trying not to overdo it, uh, you know, and, and bring too much attention, but, um, you know, doing the Topper Walk, or Topper Walk, doing the Topper Walk for years where I was at, uh, you know, compared to the, you know, the walk here is very night and day. And so it, it's very um you know exciting and and uh cool for me to kind of express you know where I'm from and you know give people an opportunity to kind of almost get to know me just through through see me with you know one of my hats on or my boots on or just something so they can you know say that guy came from Texas, and I'm very proud of Texans are always very proud of where we came from yeah so, for sure uh, to be able to you know throw some throw some cooler stuff on i mean i'm I'm excited for the weather to cool off too the yeah uh The cold front kind of moving in so I could wear some of that stuff. So I'm all pumped for the sun to go away. So,
1: Yeah, the calendar turns to October. The weather will begin to cool a little bit. Uh, SEC play should be a lot of fun. Be a lot to talk about uh, next week when we get together. Don't forget 4450 I-55 North, The Rogue. It's also You can go to therogue.com. All the best items from Peter Millar, Martin Dingman, Jack Victor, Halsey, True Grit, Duckhead, so many other brands that I'm not even thinking of right now. Forty-four fifty, I fifty-five north in Jackson, or the Rogue dot com. So we'll come back next week. We'll uh, we'll talk about Ole Miss and Kentucky, and uh, start to turn our attention to uh, Ole Miss's first SEC road game of the season at Vanderbilt in uh, Nashville on October the eighth. So uh, Mason, anything else before we go?
2: No, all good. Hopefully my fantasy team wins. So uh, that's what I'm. Shifting gears to fantasy and homework now. So good luck
1: to your fantasy team. Uh, I think you've got a game of tug of war in your in your future here in, in yeah. a minute or so as well. So
2: definitely.
1: So <laughs> good luck with that. I, I, I I'm picking her in tug of war. She she uh, She's, she's, she's tug. ready. To, yeah, ready to be ready, ready to be intense. All right, we'll uh, we'll stop there. From Mason Brooks. I'm Neil McCready. Until next time, take care.
4: See you. The headlines remind us daily.